You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Enoch. The Mamba mentality simply means trying to be the best version of yourself. That's what the mentality means. It means every day you know, you're trying to become better. If, if your job is to try to be the best basketball player you can be, mm-hmm. right? to do that, you have to practice, you have to train. Right? You want to train as much as you can, as often as you can. So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, right? 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to two. Um, you have to let your body recover. So you eat, recover, whatever. You get back out, you train, start training again at six. Train from six to eight, right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again, right? Those are two sessions, right? Now imagine you wake up at three, you train at four. You go four to six, come home, breakfast, relax, so, so, blah, blah, blah. Now you're back at it again. 9 to 11, right? Relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, 2 to 4, and now you're back at it again, you know, 7 to 9. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at 4, right? And so now you do that, and as the years go on, the separation that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. And by year 5 or 6, doesn't matter how, what kind of work they do in the summer, they're never going to catch up. Exactly one year ago, January 26, 2020, in a devastating, unexpected helicopter crash, the lives of the great Kobe Bryant, daughter Gianna Bryant, John Altabelli, daughter Gary Altabelli, wife, Elise Altabelli, daughter, Christina Mouser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Ara Silvayan, the pilot, all lost their lives unexpectedly, too soon. Here we are, one year later, mourning these deaths. The great Kobe Bryant, who will always forever be in our hearts, in our minds, and in our soul. That clip right there, Mamba mentality, is what Kobe Bryant's all about. And that was the influence and the mark he left in this world. Not only as an athlete, as a businessman, an entrepreneur, but also a family man, husband and father. Most likely to the last minute, he held his daughter to give her comfort during the last hour, minutes of his life, of their life. We miss him terribly. And as we mourn still, and I get goosebumps while talking about it, Chills, I'd rather remember him than feel sadness. For the short period of time that everybody followed this man's career, life, he did impact everybody as a competitor. To me, probably the greatest, most competitive clutch killer on the court after Michael Jordan. To ever lace him up and step on that hardwood. Again, gone too soon, but not forgotten. Along those other people, he is missed, and his memory will forever live on. Mamba mentality is not just a hashtag or a slogan. It's a way of life. That clip tells you everything you need to know about what kind of mentality the Mamba had. If you live your life 
just 25% of that mentality with that mentality, I think you could accomplish, everybody can accomplish a lot more than they, than they think they can. We miss you goat rest in peace, Kobe and Gianna. The game will never be the same, but the game was influenced and changed by you, Kobe Bryant on and off the court. This is your boy E-Man from Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with episode 101. Welcome everybody. Rest in peace to the Mamba. But we are going in his memory, give you a complete Kobe Bryant-like episode. Your boy's coming strong with the 8 and the 24. Laker gold. The only time your boy's going to rep those colors is he's a Knicks fan. But because the Mamba is in me today, I got something packed for y'all. I got to give you my reaction on the the divisional championship playoffs, man. Tom Brady, what does this, where does this put him now, even though he's already the GOAT? He, may, he puts the rest to the argument, who needed more in New England? Who needed who more in New England? What's up with Aaron Rodgers? What's the future going to hold for him? You know, Aaron is one and four in this divisional playoffs championship. And also, I'm going to hit you and give you my reaction on the Buck, on the, I'm sorry, the Chiefs. And the Buffalo Bills and, hey, Patrick Mahomes, man. It's Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the league. Back-to-back Super Bowl trips. This man is legit. It's going to be real. It's going to get real. But anyway, let's get busy. Let's start with the Bucks and the, the Green Bay Packers. Wow. The legacy just got further cemented for Tom Brady. Because like I said, just making the playoffs... Even if it doesn't win the Super Bowl or they make it to the Super Bowl, I don't think it was going to hurt his legacy. Now, just making it to the Super Bowl, regardless of the win or not, we know he's the GOAT. We know he's the greatest of all time ever to do it, all right, from that position. He's got to go against the future, who's probably going to be the GOAT 15, 20 years from now because that's how good Mahomes is. But what Brady has accomplished just, you know, he messed around and got himself a Super Bowl visit with a brand new team. I know you got the weapons. I know he has the weapons, but you need to execute. And this game was a tale pretty much of two freaking halves, though. And just go look at the box scores real quick. Tom Brady went 20 for 36. That first half, he just he threw for two touchdowns. But then the second half, one touchdown, three picks. It was like he was intentionally trying to make it a context, a contest, right? And that defense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came to play because they bailed Brady out in that second half. Brady got the lead, but the defense got the win, and they should get the the ball because they were on Aaron Rodgers' ass all day. They were not letting Aaron Rodgers breathe. All right? I mean, I, I believe they sacked him four times. Quarterback hits four times. They were just all over the field. They were rushing him. It was, it, was, it was really suffocating at some points. And Aaron Rodgers, to his credit, had a decent game. 346 passing yards, man. Three touchdowns, one pick. He actually had a better game all around than Brady. More yards, less picks, higher QBR. Actually, the quarterback rating, Brady had a higher quarterback rating regardless of the two picks. But rating overall, Aaron had a higher game. And look, Devontae Adams had a touchdown. They really played good defense. They, they really you know, locked them up really well. That secondary, which was hurt, and another player went out. 
But yo, listen, Chris Godwin had some drops, but still 110 yards, five receptions, two huge catches, one for 50-something yards. Mike Evans had some drops, but had a touchdown. Scotty Miller had a touchdown, which, by the way, I don't know what the heck the defensive, uh, what, what the uh, defense coach was thinking about not pressuring that last play in before the half. I mean, we know the stats. You guys have seen this. It was a an exciting game. Questionable calls for the Packers was why not going out on fourth down when there was two minutes left with the game and go for the field goal. You're giving the ball back to Tom Brady, who's been in this position with two minutes left a lot of different times, 10 times in his career to be exact. Okay? You just don't do that. Rodgers had two great opportunities in that drive. He could have ran that ball in twice. I don't know why he did not. He had a lot of green between him. If he was not going to get in, in the end zone, he was going to get closer. But both times, he had a lot of space, a lot of room in front of him to run it in or get close to the goal line. And he decided to defer and pass off to a double, double-covered Devontae Adams. I don't know what happened there. I know Aaron Rodgers is completely, completely hurt. It just happens a lot to Aaron. One in four in divisional championships. It's going to be one of those things where one Super Bowl is not enough. And it's going to dictate probably his legacy, which he's probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But for Tom Brady making the Super Bowl, definitely, definitely cements his legacy even further. If he wins a Super Bowl, he's already in the Mount Rushmore of athletes with Jordan, Gretzky, Tiger Woods, and himself. But if he wins a Super Bowl, I think the argument to be considered the greatest athlete in team sport history, it's a valid and sustained argument over the greatest to me, which is Michael Jordan. So, I don't know. Let's see what happens. I think there is no doubt that that, that could be an argument and it'll be a valid argument and there's a lot of backup and sustainable in uh, many fronts if this guy beats Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. What is going to be next for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? Now, I want to play you a little clip of his interview, post-game interview, because, I mean, the guy was very... And, you know, and I think a lot of what he said, listening a couple of days later, I'm recording this show today on uh, January 26th, which is Tuesday, two days after the Divisional Championship game. And I know it was right after the game when you're just, when you kind of hurt and you don't know what to think. And they're hired. They're really, really like going at you. I'm not going to play the whole postgame interview. But I'm going to play you. I think it's like less than a minute. And I'm going to read in between the lines. And what I think Aaron Rodgers' future is going to be. Whether it's Green Bay or not. But first, listen to this clip. And, and I'm going to break this down to you. Here's Aaron Rodgers' uh, postgame interview. And when he was asked the question of uh, what are the future holes for Aaron. Yeah, Bill, I'm just pretty gutted. Um, you know, it's a long season. He put so much into it <clears throat> to get to this point. Uh, and then, you know, the way, you know, we had our chances. So, you know, you know I'm not um, different position the last couple of these where we got blown out and didn't really have a chance. You know, they went up three scores. We Battled back with a couple scores. Defense came up with some big turnovers, and yeah, we had a lot of chances. So, um, but yeah, overall, just pretty gutted. 
Yeah, it's kind of along those lines. Um, this would probably be a better question for next week, but we might not get you next week. So how, so how do you go on from here? I mean, you kind of hit on some of the realities a minute ago. So how do you go on from here? How do you, how do you take the next step? Yeah, but that's a good question. I, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns going into this off season now, and I just I'm gonna have to take some time away for sure and and clear my head and just kind of see what's going on with everything. But it's uh, it's pretty tough right now, especially thinking about the guys that may or may not be here next year. There's always change. That's the only constant in this business. It's really tough to get to this point. Really, really tough. Especially with it only being one bye week in the playoffs. It's a grind just to get to this point. And that makes the finality of it all kind of hit you like a ton of bricks. That's why it's a gutting feeling in your stomach. Uh. There you go, folks. I mean, I know this was like right after the game and, you know, you're foggy. You you got mixed feelings. You don't know what to think as a player. You just lost a close game, something, you know, against it was legendary. It was all or nothing. I think the fact that the Green Bay Packers drafted Jordan Love this year and not all, and not draft more pieces, more support players, more weapons for Aaron Rodgers definitely put that chip back on his shoulder and motivated him to be this good because he's going to be the MVP. By far has probably the best statistical season of his career. And that's insane. You've heard me cover this on this podcast in the previous episode. But based on what I heard, and I know it was right after the game, don't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers decides to sit down with the front office and be like, yo, buy me out. Let me hit the free agency market. Or these are the teams that I want to go. Don't be surprised if that becomes another Deshaun Watson issue. It would be stupid for Green Bay and for Aaron Rodgers to do that. But everything is possible and nothing can surprise me. He's gutted. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of free agency and a lot of people that are leaving that team. That's not going to be as easy to make it back. And he's done it back-to-back seasons. Got blown out by San Francisco last year. And this year, it was a close game, but loses to, you know, Tom Brady. That's even more salt in the wound. You know, the conversation of the GOAT of Aaron Rodgers better than Brady. Brady, whatever the case may be, has always been compared to each other. Well, Brady definitely has the upper hand. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a competitor. And, you know, Aaron has his history of being a little bit of a chippy guy, right? You know, passive-aggressive kind of guy. Look, I wouldn't put it past by him. Sit down with his agent and say, hey, it's time to move on. And possibly do like his predecessor, Brett Favre, and move on to a new team. Wild stuff to think about. Wild stuff to think about. Anything that's possible in this league. Great game. Goats going to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady. Aaron has to wait another year. Think about it. Plan it out. And see what's next. He's still a Hall of Famer. And he still has one Super Bowl. So, hey, man. Aaron. Keep your head up, player. Get back on that horse. Eat, rest, practice, repeat. Just made that up. What about, folks, Patrick Mahomes? Back-to-back Super Bowls. Defending champs. It was in a contest against the Buffalo Bills, and I knew that. 
We knew that, everybody. If you thought it was going to be a contest, you were flipping, all right? That night, nothing lead was just a quick, here you go. Let me start. Let me fill you out. Go up 9 nothing, And then after that, it was 38 points. They went on a 38-6 to run after that. Final score, 38-24. to Look, the Chiefs are a team that can tell you what they're going to do, which is pretty basic on offense. We're going to run the ball on spots, and we're going to pass it heavily and my two main targets are going to be and the two main targets for Mahomes is going to be Tariq Hill and Travis Kelsey Kelsey had 13 receptions Hill 9 two touchdowns for Kelsey 172 passing receiving yards for Hill 118 for Kelsey back to back 100 receiving yards for both cats first time ever in the postseason Aaron Rodgers 325 passing yards Three touchdowns, no pick, an insane quarterback rating of 95. I mean, it is what it is, folks. He's the best quarterback in the league. He's going to face the GOAT, the best ever, which if Mahomes keeps this on this pace, he's going to be the greatest of all time. I'm going to say that right now. I've always been high on this kid. Credit to the Buffalo Bills. Kudos to Josh Allen. Had a heck of a season, 40, 40, you know, 40 touchdowns that he passed for. Ran for another nine. Excellent season. You know, they thrown the New England Patriots. Nothing to be sad about. Look, he's a second-tier quarterback. You know, he's going to get you. I think he's going to have a decent career. You know, he threw for 287 yards, 20, you know, 60 QBR. It is what it is. That's the kind of stuff you're going to get from the guy. They completely shut down Stephon Diggs. Did not let him get deep. And it is what it is. They're a good team. But they still have a lot to go and they overaccomplished this year, which is great. When I think of Patrick Mahomes, I think of domination, the Chiefs domination. As a matter of fact, Patrick Mahomes reminds me of Mike Tyson. When Mike Tyson was in his prime, they went in, dominated. That's what they do. They nominated. I think they're what, 25 and two in the last, I forget how many, you know, how many um, games. Just complete domination. They just score at will. As a matter of fact, when I see Patrick Mahomes stepping into this field, into that field, this is what my mind hears. Check this out. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Not that I'm saying he's Mike Tyson or he's going to eat his children's, but I think of domination. Complete domination, as Iron Mike used to be. That's what I see with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Kudos to, again, the Chiefs back-to-back Super Bowls. The question is, how good is Patrick Mahomes? And I think he's pretty damn good. It's going to be the matchup of the future against the present. The GOAT, Tom Brady, against what I see if everything keeps going the way that is going for Patrick Mahomes, the next goat, the next up. There's nobody in this league 
that does what Mahomes does is Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the league in the quarterback position. Just the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and the rest of the teams. It's been like that all year long. Even though they have been dominating, blowing people out, they lost one game, but they win. They're dangerous. I don't know what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. I'm going to give you a separate, I'm going to do another episode when it gets closer to the Super Bowl with my uh, prediction and my analysis. I just want to get some more data in. Um, definitely got to come back and I'm going to give you the prediction and the breakdown of the Super Bowl before uh, before the day, before the 7th. But right now, it's going to be GOAT versus GOAT. The new against the old GOAT. It's going to be crazy. Patrick Mahomes is just a freaking beast. He is undestructible. His style is impregnable. <laughs> he is just the best. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. We love you, brother. Rest in peace to Gianna. Again, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Elisa Altabelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Nara Silvian. May the Lord be holding you in the good graces, and we'll see you one day. Your boy Eman signing out. Peace. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh.